0: So what, uh, what is this place anyway? Is it some type of fancy DMV? Are you kidding?
1: It's the Hall of Justice. Seth Everett is the best there is at what he does, bub. And what he does is the Hall of Justice podcast.
0: Go, go, go with a smile. Yes, we are back. You thought the show was over. Ant-Man was not that bad. It wasn't like we got finished with the Ant Man review and said, That's it. I cannot review these stinking movies anymore. I'm done with the podcast. No, that's not exactly what it is. Welcome to the Hall of Justice. We are back. I'll I'll give you the real quick version of what happened. We had some sponsorship opportunities, but some of them required some technical stuff. And while we were doing the technical stuff, if we published episodes, They weren't going to go on the feed. You would never have heard them. There was a chance. It was like 50-50. So they said to me, well, do the episodes, and if they don't air, then nobody will hear them. I said, I'm not going through that kind of effort. What if I had booked a guest? What if we had somebody come on, give up their time, or we reviewed a movie that people really wanted to hear the review, and nobody ever saw the light of day? We couldn't do that. So it was really, really weird. For me, for three weeks to not do the Hall of Justice podcast was really, it was like losing like a limb, a limb. It really felt like a body part was missing. It was so strange to not do this show. Uh, But we're back. And we have a new partnership. I can't announce it yet. The release comes out. We have the announcement coming out. At the end of this week. So here's what I will tell you. Follow me on social media. Uh Twitter at Seth underscore Everett. Uh Instagram is Seth Everett underscore. Uh, I will announce it on social media and it'll be on next week's podcast. But legally, I cannot announce it yet. Uh I want to. I want to. It is so cool. A couple other housekeeping notes. Uh, next week we are going to do Star Wars The Bad Batch. Uh, If you're keeping track on Disney Plus this week, there's two episodes left, but they're supposedly releasing two episodes next week. Uh, JC and I have talked, and we are going to review Bad Batch Season 2. We are not going to review Mandalorian, even though that's in the middle of Season 3. We'll do that when that comes to an end. We do have a new partnership with a new uh, startup app, uh, these fine folks at Marble. M-A-R-B-Y-L. It's a new app. And what it does is it helps you find content in podcasts. You can download the Marble app for free on iOS. I'll tell you all about it later on in the show. But basically, what you can do is you can find things. So, for example, if you subscribe to the Hall of Justice podcast and you want to find out in our 324 episodes how many times we've talked about Superman... Search up Superman and you will find clips of the podcast from Marvel about Superman. It'll help you find uh, specialized content, not just about Hall of Justice, but my other podcasts and all other podcasts that are on that app. It's a really, really cool partnership, and I'm excited to work with those folks as well. Now, we will talk about today's episode, and that is about Shazam! two electric boogaloo no that's not the name that's not the name i i kept thinking that was the name when i was watching it it's called shazam fury of the gods and that is the second in the shazam series and it's part of the uh the dc universe that is apparently going away this is the this is the universe that is going away um Joining us today uh, to talk about this movie is a guy who I have known for decades. I've done 300 episodes of this podcast, and why this is his first appearance on this godforsaken podcast is ridiculous. It's shameful. It's absolutely it's shameful. ridiculous. Anytime I have talked to this gentleman from the days that I interned for him at WFAN Radio in 1994, which is shameful. when I met him, uh, We talked about superheroes. We talked about superheroes when it was not cool to talk about superheroes. As a matter of fact, it was frowned upon that we talked about superheroes. I can remember most recently, the most recent time we worked together uh, was the Olympics. And we were talking about the Olympics and there were Olympians going for world records. And we were talking about Zack Snyder films. That's true. That's very true. Tushar Saxena is uh, now he's a producer at CBS News Radio. He's a remarkable producer. Uh, I've worked with him, and I know what kind of work he's capable of. He also has a podcast out called The Fellas, or Da Fellas, uh, that he does that's remarkable. I was actually a guest on his show, so it's only fitting that he's on this show. Finally, uh, the only problem is, the first time he's on this podcast and he's talking about Shazam Fury of the Gods. My goodness. Touche, it's so great to have you on the show.
1: Let me say, Seth, I am I'm a fan of this podcast. I listen to Hall of Justice. The many times that you've had, you know, the voice of Batman on. Kevin, Kevin Conroy. The late oh great. my God. The late Kevin Conroy. I I listen like I'm glued. Glued. What a great guy. And look, like Isn't I said, it I'm amazing
0: how many times he came on this podcast? He came, came on a lot.
1: It. He came on a lot. And let me just make one quick correction for you. It's not it, it is The Fellas, but
0: actually the name of the
1: podcast is No Wrong Choices with The Fellas.
0: Oh, all right. I'm not I'm not editing that. That's fine. Not edit that. <laughs> it's No Wrong Choices. No Wrong Choices. Well, that was a wrong choice by me. Well, you know, but there are no wrong choices. You said the fellas;
1: it's all good, and I was ever correct. It's all fine.
0: Well, all right. Let's let's uh, switch gears and talk about uh, Shazam here. Um, I want to start off with some positives. Uh, the first positive: um, Billy Batson, in his Billy Batson form, uh, wasn't mopey uh, like he was in the first film. Um, my biggest thing with the first film was that when he was Shazam, when he was Zach Levi. Uh, he was Mr. Uh, Jokey, and then when he when he was young Billy, he was like dour, and he was Mr. Mr. Sad. And th- this time he was at least consistent. So he that, was feeling himself. He was feeling. Well, he was feeling right. himself. Billy was the same guy. Like today, this movie, it was more believable that uh, the Asher Angel was and Zach Levi were the same person. Yes, I, I could I, buy that a little bit more. I I um, I, I get you. The Philadelphia thing pisses me off to no end. Um, But that's from the first film, so that's continuation. The fact that they had a fight scene at Citizens Bank Park drove me absolutely bonkers. It's so unnecessary. Um, In the comics, Batman's from Gotham City, Superman's from Metropolis, um, uh, Flash is from Central City, uh, Green Lantern's from Coast City, Captain Marvel, Shazam, is from... Uh, Fawcett City. That, that's where he's been from forever. And why is he suddenly from Philadelphia of all places? And I like Philadelphia. I used to work for the Phillies. For God's sake, I like Philadelphia as a place. It made no sense in the first film, and in the second film, it was not enhanced.
1: I will say this: uh, Yes, they kept they kept the Shazam uh consistent, at least <laughs> the Shazam verse. The Shazam verse, because obviously this is the end of it, and. And, you know, you want to try and keep some consistency. So I was not, I was not, I didn't have a problem. But yes, obviously every other D.C. hero does not live in a U.S. city. They're all, they're all U.S. city adjacent, right? Gotham is not that far from New York. Metropolis is not that far from Chicago type of thing. So why do that here? They kept it in Philly. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm okay with that. My, and, and frankly, seeing Citizen, uh, seeing Cipa, Citizen Bank ballpark uh, put to the ground, very happy about that.
0: I oh, don't care. Don't like the Phillies. I'm yeah. not a big Philly fan.
1: So I have no issue with this whatsoever.
0: Oh, I have uh, great memory. My, my kid, when she was like uh three years old, like ran the bases there. Like I have oh, really? great memories there. Uh I love that. That play Cole Hamels and uh Shane Victorino and Jimmy Rollins. Like those are, those are great guys. Like that ballpark getting trash. Like, and it just goes to show you how CGI that is because there's no way I, I was just there. I was at the World Series. Like it was, I was just there.
1: Uh, but my
0: my problem this time
1: around, my, uh, you know what? I won't say I had I had a lot of problems with this movie. All in all, this is not a bad movie. I don't understand why it's getting why it's getting trashed. I don't get that. Maybe maybe because I think the first movie was so surprising to a lot of folks and how and how good it was because there were so many poor DC movies up until that point that this was a, that the first Shazam flick was a surprise. And then this movie is not a bad movie, but it's not as good as the first. It needs to be just a little bit better. But what that is, I'm not sure. Because I felt it touched on all the elements it needed to, right? Billy Batson is, is feeling himself as a hero, right? So he's still, he's still, you know, not truly confident, but at the same time, he is a kid trying to understand whether or not he belongs, and that's and, and that was a theme that kind of obviously ran throughout the film. And I thought they did a good job with that. I thought that was one of my one of my more endearing parts of this movie.
0: Well, part of it is though they established the team in the end of the first movie, and some of those characters they never really get developed. Um,
1: yeah, that's for sure. This was they, this they was only not-
0: talk about like three of them. And right. the other, they're 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 just kind of there. Darla's character's kind of there. There's really no development there. There's no arc. She's kind of there for comic relief. Um, you know, I I just my 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 issue with you know the the whole thing with the team. Number one, he doesn't have any of the wisdom of Solomon. He's he's not why he like he doesn't know how to do anything. And Whoa. a lot of the problems, like he 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 falls into a lot of the the modern day uh, Tom Holland Peter Parker syndrome in that a lot of it is oops, like they call them the Philadelphia yeah. fiascos. and the, you know, a lot of it is 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 like the, the bridge collapses. like a lot of it is the oops. And wisdom is not smarts. Like wisdom is not like he he doesn't become a genius. It's being wise, and wisdom is not letting that bridge collapse.
1: Very, very true. However, he does
0: have the strength of Hercules and
1: the speed of Mercury and things of that nature. And I think, in that sense, they were trying to divvy, divvy all. And I, I, I think it's from the start that they wanted to try and divvy all of these "quote unquote," uh, you know, uh, mythical, mythical powers amongst the team. Right? That uh, the elder sister, the elder sister is. She's the one who's
0: wise, yeah.
1: Yeah, Mary's the Mary's the wise one. Darla's, you know, kind of. She's the she's really the one with the speed of Mercury. Uh, uh, Billy Batson's the one with the strength of Hercules. So these powers were kind of, or these 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 elements were kind of divvied between the entire team. So yes, he did not. He was not wise, and that's and you're right. That's a good point that he never seemed to have learned because obviously he is a crime fighter in this in Philly, but he never seems to learn. How do we make things better? And and even though they seem to have reviews, right? That's one of the big things. Hey, let's review our performance. Yeah.
0: And they, they never seem to really pick up on that. Why do we keep doing the same thing over and over? Thought it was, I thought that was disappointing. Um, I love the casting of Diedrich Bader. Uh, as the teacher. Yes, as the, the principal, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Diedrich Vader, who's been on this podcast, uh, he was the voice of Batman in Batman the Brave and the Bold, mm-hmm. uh, as well as he was in um, uh, Superman Red Sun, the animated movie. Uh, and that's when we uh, had him on. Um, and then they had him jump off a building. Batman jump off, off a, building. a building? Walk off a building. Oh, please. Uh, I don't know. I I
1: was not I, I this was an issue, this was an instance where I thought the villains weren't cool these were not cool villains that was the no. big problem Lucy no, Lou Lucy, Lucy, Lu, Lucy Lou Lee. I
0: thought was better than uh Helen, Helen Mirren.
1: Mirren yeah but, but Helen Mirren is not really a bad guy in the end right she's not really a villain right. in the end yeah she kind of converts right and but Lucy Liu did not seem intimidating to me that was a problem she did not come off as intimidating Helen Mirren has a great more has has a lot more of you know that gravitas on screen that yeah. she could be villainous for
0: yeah, some reason she could have lucy been Ludwig. like uh hela in uh thor very Rey- much so very much so yeah uh
1: but no uh but lucy lutemer was not a great villain here I and mean, maybe that's part of the writing etc but and i'm not going to say this movie felt rushed because it was a long it was a long film it didn't two hours too and
0: 10 minutes it's, it's not as long as some of the other recent ones black panther wakanda forever sure, um, very sure. uh I, I don't know I, I do want to also note, and I probably should have noted this in the open. Uh, I saw it five days after its release. So it I came see. out on a Thursday. Uh, we couldn't do the podcast. And plus um, we didn't have an advanced screening of it. Uh, you know, I, I don't see these movies early. So usually when we do these reviews, we do them the week after let people see them for five or six days. Cause we spoil them. And I usually I see it Friday. Sometimes I wait till the following Monday. Sure, but I I, I make no secret. I say this on the podcast. I try to go by myself. Uh, I try to go during the daytime because I like to take notes, and it's it's not like a social event for me. Marshall Harris, who's been on this podcast a bunch, he makes fun of me because he um he's a Philadelphia guy. Um, he um he makes fun of me because. Uh, I'm the guy sitting there typing on his phone, and so I can't sit next to anybody because I don't want to be that guy. Right. I walked into the movie theater, and I live in a pretty well-populated part of New Jersey. Like (laughs) I'm not in the sticks here. I was literally the only person You had a private screening. I had a completely private screening. I haven't had a private screening in a movie theater I think since 1990 when I saw Graffiti Bridge.
1: The last time I had a the last time I had a true private screening was for the movie October Sky. When did that movie come out? Nineteen ninety nine. Oh my god! Um, I did not have a private screening for this film, but was I will say full? this: was it was it packed? That's that's what I was about to say. I was shocked by how few people were in it. I would not say there was more than 15, 20 people in the theater.
0: Yeah, it's tanked. It, it it's tanked, and there there's all kinds of. Uh, Zach Levi's blaming uh, the rock and there's all kinds of stories and they're blaming the Snyderverse, And, you know, I, I don't want to get into all that, you know, political mumbo jumbo. I, I just want to talk about the film. Um, a couple of things about the tropes of um, uh, Freddie, uh, Fre- Freddie character, uh, Captain Marvel Jr. In the comics. Hmm. Um, uh, that, that was the other thing. They, they all don't have names. My favorite part of the whole movie was the appearance of Michael Gray uh, wearing the shirt from the original Shazam TV show. Oh, that that, that was
1: a great moment. That That was was a a
0: very cool moment. And the the funny thing, and I've mentioned this TV show, this TV show, by the way, it's from Filmation, and it was the first thing I watched when the DC Universe app launched. They had all those episodes on there? They had all of when the DC Universe app launched, I was like, I am doing a deep dive on this, and I, I wanted to see it. Um, and it's really cute that uh, Michael Gray, wearing that shirt, calls him Captain Marvel. And I thought that was great. That was an homage. You know, for those of you who don't know, um, you know, Shazam's character, he was in the comics, Captain Marvel. And uh, they they got into a, a a legal issue. You know they couldn't call him Captain Marvel anymore uh, because Marvel has Captain Marvel. And um, you know when 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 Marvel decided they were going to make a movie of uh, uh, Captain Marvel, uh, they kind of sent a cease and desist to to Warner Brothers. And before then, uh, there was an animated uh, feature called Superman Shazam. Uh, the story of Black Adam. It's an yes. animated feature, and they call him Captain Marvel in it. Um, in Justice League Unlimited, they call him Captain Marvel. Like yes, they, they're often called that. Yeah. He's often called Captain Marvel. So, it, it, like, it's a relatively new thing that they stopped um, from the comics. It's when they changed to the new 52 uh, that they changed his name to Shazam. Shazam. Yeah. Um, and in this movie, they make a whole big to do about his name. Uh, that's a. That's a big ha ha. What is my name? What What's is my, my name? name? What did you make of the portrayal of the wizard? Well, um, Jimon
1: Honshu, uh, by the way, is by far and away the most prolific superhero actor of all time, jumping between DC and the Marvel Universe, seemingly at will. And no one seemed this guy. This guy can only play superhero characters, and he, he or he's the one guy who everyone call every studio calls. To play someone in a in a superhero film, whether it be from Constantine to Captain Marvel to the Garden to Guardians of the Galaxy to Aquaman. Yeah, he was to Korath.
0: Yep, he was yeah. Korath. He was in What If, he was ca- in Aquaman.
1: And and for those who may not remember, he was actually the voice of T'Challa in the old
0: B E T Black
1: Panther. Uh oh, Black no Panther way. That's cartoon. right,
0: that's right. I saw that. Yeah, yes. that's right. That was him. He he played he's the voice of T'Challa in that.
1: So this guy is just basically played. Every single every single superhero you can ever think of at this point. Uh, he uh, so- he
0: he he was going to be in the third Fantastic Four movie if uh, Tim Story got to make a third uh, Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> um, he was going to be T'Challa. He was in uh, music videos. Ready for the music videos? Which he was in Straight Up by Paula Abdul. Was he really? No way. He's in. Love will never do without you by Janet Jackson. Oh my god! I would totally play these clips, but Spotify would totally flag these. <laughs> um, Express yourself by Madonna, and Is he's it? in Hold On by En Vogue. I, you know, and I'm going to go check these out after we're done. <laughs> yeah, I
1: I, 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 I,
0: I've played around with music and I've gotten in so much trouble with, with Spotify. I'm not doing it anymore. I understand. No more. I understand. Uh he's been in Beverly Hills 90210. Yes, I, I just remember. thought, you know, eventually the way they played it, they, they cartooned him up.
1: Yes, this time around, he was not the serious figure he was in the first film, right? He was definitely not right. the serious figure he was in
0: the first film. This well, was and, that, and that's part of it. Like this movie at times becomes the Super Friends. It really was the Super Friends. It, it, frankly, I think it was the Super Friends from the start, to be quite
1: honest with you. The fact that the fact that we never have uh, you know, uh, uh Zachary Levi is Shazam, all by himself. He is always with the group.
0: It's the Super Friends, and all that's missing is you know Glee. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I just the, the little jokey, you know, the jokey stuff where he doesn't remember Freddie's name, and and uh, you know, and then when when he's in the van, like the like 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 he's in the van with the with the rest of the kids in the sitting in the back. Like he's he's the wizard, like, and then he he gets the outfit and he he Ubered. Where does he have money from? He can make he can make money. He's
1: a wizard, for God's sake. <laughs> so stupid. He I, can I, make I, wizard. He's a wizard for God's sake. You think the guy worries about money? They got the lair. They have the lair. You don't think there's been money showed up in the lair forever and a day? Come on.
0: Um. Did you know that Freddie's girlfriend was the bad guy?
1: Uh, no, that threw me for a loop for a second there. I got to admit, it, it did catch me off guard. It did catch okay. me off guard. Uh, but it made sense, right? Because obviously when they were talking about there are three, there are three sisters and you ha- you kept wondering who the third sister was, it did make sense. That right. made perfect sense.
0: More of the Hall of Justice in just a moment. You know, I love hosting this show. And obviously I want as many people as possible to hear every episode. I put a lot of effort into them. The reality, though, is that podcast discovery, whether you're a podcaster or a podcast listener, is hard. That's why I've partnered with the folks at Marble. Marble's AI. Yes, AI. We're getting closer to the Knight Rider car. Marble's AI identifies the five most interesting moments in a podcast episode and instantly transforms them into searchable, shareable clips called Marble's. We've done over 300 episodes of the Hall of Justice, and we feature great guests like Kevin Smith, Zack Snyder, Ben Affleck, Samuel Jackson, more recently, Jeff Johns, voice actors like Diedrich Bader, Phil Lamar, the late, great Kevin Conroy has been on the podcast five times, extraordinary writers as well, plus the reviews, movie reviews. For all the latest Marvel, DC, Star Wars reviews with our man J.C. Reifenberg. We even have a Transformers insider, my man Anthony Brucalli. Did you know we once did an episode about rape culture and Jessica Jones? Did you know that the Transformers have a huge LGBTQ following? We've done episodes on those and you can use Marvel to search for that content. It's easy to create and share marbles from anywhere inside my episodes on the Marble app. And as a listener of the Hall of Justice on Marble, I think it's cool that anyone can go in and be the first to claim something that's said on the show as their own personally created marble. You can share it on Instagram, TikTok, social media, and if you're old like me, you can even put it on Facebook. You can be the first to marbleize a moment on the show. And it helps me get discovered. If you're a podcaster, join me in marbleizing your show. Just head to marble.com. That's dot com to get started. And if you're a listener that doesn't have a podcast, it's a great and free way to directly support Sports with Friends. To get the app, simply create and share one marble from something said on this show that you enjoyed, not something you hated. When you subscribe to my show on Marble, you'll get access to all the latest Marbles as they roll out. Marble is a free app for both iOS and Android users, so head to Marble.com, that's dot com, or search Marble in the app or Google Play stores and change the way you listen to podcasts. One of the things that I, I thought was kind of uh, dumb well, it's two things that they do that I that I just like. They're so overdone in these types of movies, not just superhero movies, but like action movies. Like they destroy the house. You gotta do that. You see, why, why do, do they this? have to destroy these kids' house? They're orphans. Can they just can the house stay out of it? No, the house has to get destroyed.
1: Oh. It's part. It's part of the family, Damn. right? So someone has to get hurt. You're not going to hurt any of the family. And obviously, uh. it's the running joke throughout the entire throughout the entire film verse here that there are nothing but lightning strikes on the home, right? So it's part of the running part of the running gag. Why does our house get hit with all these lightning strikes? So yes, eventually this decrepit shack had to get leveled.
0: Uh. That's weak. I thought it was weak sauce. And then, if anything, get in and, and then Shazam or Captain Marvel, whatever uh, Zach Levi's character is, uh, he dies. That's weak
1: sauce. A little bit weak sauce
0: there. But I mean, look, what, what's going to... Well, first of all, you teased Gal Gadot, uh, and I get to tell my Gal Gadot joke again. Um, uh, you, you teased her in the commercials for this movie. Yes. So at that point when when he dies you know that she's not in it yet so that that's not even a spoiler that you know she's still in it so you know he comes back you know i got in all kinds of flack on this podcast probably the 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 two biggest mistakes i ever made on this podcast the the, the, the second biggest being that i said i would have paid i wouldn't pay $30 for Mulan, but I would have paid uh, $75 to watch digitally uh, Wonder Woman 2. That was a big. Huh. That was, that was, that a, was big a mistake. B-
1: uh, that was a mistake.
0: That was a big mistake. The other big mistake and and um Marvel paid it off. And actually on my on my flight, I recently took a flight, I I rewatched uh, Avengers Endgame. Um and I stand by my argument, but at the end of Infinity War, I thought the the snap and the the turning of the feathers um the fake killing of spider-man and black panther was the the fakest of the fake deaths because marvel had just wrestled the rights to (laughs) spider-man i was like you didn't kill him and black panther had just made a billion dollars you didn't kill him like you you didn't kill him and I, at that point, I just I, I I criticized it. And Endgame, you know, to Endgame's credit, they went two full hours before those guys come back. Yes,
1: yes. Like that—that's
0: that, that, sure. that's a that's an incredible cinematic feat the way they did it. So, in this movie, they went ten whole minutes, and the scenes where they're hugging and that mom Rosa, who's hugging him, as he's dead is the weakest of the week. Like, it, it's just, it's so hollow. And what I'm thinking to myself is, these people went to film school. Like, there's no <laughs> way they're sitting there going, see, this is where I, I would, I push back on Zach Levi, because he's, you know, complaining about all the people who are bitching about this movie not doing well. And all I'm sitting there is saying, when you film that dead dead death scene, did you look at that scene at the end of the day when you're looking at the dailies saying, oh my God, you seized that moment because, oh, for a second there, I really thought you captured the moment that you lost young Billy Batson, knowing that he's going to talk to, 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 to uh, Wonder Woman, still in this movie, and if you have TikTok, that he meets uh, the, the, uh, the, the two characters from Peacemaker.
1: Why are you so cynical?
0: Can't you just have a moment to enjoy? Uh, I
1: mean, so look, stupid. I, and, and let me, and let me, and let me preface it with this I will always say that if in a trailer of a film you have to play the literal last scene of the movie, that means your movie is not good. It's, it's awful. Right. Cause uh, I, the Spider Man 2 with uh, Garfield, the literal last scene of the film is <laughs> in the trailer, is in the trailer. And that's a terrible movie. A terrible, terrible
0: movie. Right. Right, so that's amazing. Here, Spider-Man once, Two, because the, the 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 Spider-Man Two with uh, Doc Ock is is a great movie. It's, it's a great, a great, movie. great This movie. is a,
1: the it's second good. one was with uh, Electro with yes. Garfield, right? Yes. I was you're yes. yes.
0: referencing yes. Tobey Maguire.
1: Yeah. Um. But yes, uh, Sp- the Amazing Spider-Man Two with Garfield is a terrible, terrible movie. And once again, the trailer in that movie, the literal last scene of the film is in the trailer. That means it's a terrible movie. This movie is not bad. That's the point. It's not a bad film. This is at best a meh film. It's not super memorable, but it's not one where you go in and you say, you know what? I wasted my money on it.
0: I, de- no, no, I never felt that But that's way. not the thing. The thing is, I don't want them to blame... James Gunn, or the new, the you know the new regime, or the changing of the guard, or any of the outside forces for this movie, because if this movie hit it out of the park, you'd know it.
1: I, I once again, I'm going to say, I don't, I don't think it could have hit hit gone, hit out of the park because the first movie was so shocking in how good it was. I think a lot of people expected that movie to fail really expected that movie to fail because every movie, almost every movie prior to it was not good.
0: Uh, I don't know if I agree with
1: that. I mean, what, like what birds of prey birds of prey was an
0: okay Uh, film. Birds of prey was, was awful. Uh, Wonder woman. The first wonder woman was great. Sure. That was a good film,
1: but even compared to this, it didn't have the humor. It did. Wonder woman. The first Wonder woman did not have the humor of this film at all. And and and, these were such one-offs, these DC films, in terms of whether they were good or not. Once again, this was the first Shazam film. It shocks you by how good it is. And let's be honest, in some cases... Uh, I, it, it didn't It didn't shock I, 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 I I didn't was I first. was taken aback by how good it was. I really was. Uh, I did not expect to like it as much as I did. And I really enjoyed that film. And this one, I think, I think a lot of it, it is that it doesn't live up to the hype of the first one. And it's tough. Once again, the first one was really successful. This one, is not going to be as much simply because it's just an okay film.
0: And that's well, the that's problem. two things, right? You're saying two things. As far as the first one was a success, correct. The second one is a it, it's a bomb. It's a and bomb.
1: It's a bomb t- box office, but not but not story wise. It's not a It's not a bad film. It's just not a bad film.
0: Like before this movie came out, I don't think that. It, I, I th- you know it's it's just so funny how the PR spin is just a bunch of fluff because when James Gunn did his whole big presentation remember that he did that 5 minute video sure, and they, absolutely. they put it on uh, dccomics.com or whatever they you know yeah. whatever website they put it on and he was l- launching the next 10 years of uh, of DC and all those things and when when Shazam was starting to to preview James Gunn went on Twitter talking about how great it was. And he was like, you know, I have to rethink this and I'm not ruling out, you know, Shazam's role in in, in this and sure. you know, with the multiverse you could have this and blah 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 all this stuff. There's no way. There's no way. James Gunn walked out of that movie theater and said, "Yep. Billy Batson, you've got a place here." No you way. There's yes, I no I, way. Look, I agree with that. I, I look this, if, this was, if this was
1: the movie where you were, were to say, okay, if we're gonna start, uh, we're gonna start the shazam verse with this movie. And
0: his wife is, is in the
1: post-credit this. scene. This is not the one. This is not that film. Let me ask you this. You saw Black Adam, and obviously you've seen this. Which did you like better? Uh this. Yeah. That, That to me is the simplest It's the simplest answer. Black
0: Adam, but Black Adam's stupid for a lot of reasons.
1: Yeah, it's it that is not a good film.
0: But what you could have done is you could have combined this movie with that movie. Yes, you should have. And you could have made a decent movie. And you would have made a very good movie. You would have obviously made a very good movie. And if you remember, and we talked about this on our Black Adam review, if Dwayne Johnson, if, if if what you read was accurate. Dwayne Johnson refused to let Zach Levi be in Black Adam. Like the, the, like, and, and he refused to let Black Adam be introduced in Shazam 2. That's what should have happened, is that Shazam 2 should have been the introduction of Black Adam. Because 100%. the one moment of Black Adam that's great is the origin of Black Adam. That's 100%. fantastic.
1: Yes, that's It's the best part of the movie, and then the rest of the movie tanks.
0: That's right. Really and, goes off and of and because of Dwayne Johnson, they just they you know the best uh, the the best the best uh, uh, heroes they have to uh, go up against this mighty force or Hawkman and Doctor Fate and is the C team you know the, the C team right and just to go on top of that in the post credit scene, uh, Amelia Harcourt. From Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad, so mm-hmm. it, it's all the same universe. And Hall of Justice veteran, ah, the, the one of my favorite episodes of the podcast of the last year. Uh, he plays John Economos, Steve Agee, who was awesome again in in his scene. He doesn't want to walk. Um, huh. They have the cameo trying to recruit Shazam into the Justice Society, which just got its ass kicked by Black Adam. And once again,
1: we have to figure out what the heck is going on with the narrative here, right? I mean, but are we really going to see another? Are we going to see a Justice
0: Society film? Well, or are we but see- aren't they doing an Amanda Waller series? Yes, they will be doing an Amanda Waller series. And don't you think that John Economos and Amelia Harcourt are going to be in it? Obviously,
1: they're they're part of uh, they're part of Suicide Squad.
0: Well, and Amelia and Jennifer Holland is Mrs. James Gunn. Yes, yes, of course. They were great. They're both great in Peacemaker.
1: Peacemaker was a, was one of the best shows, one of the most surprising shows of last
0: year. And I are they, I forget
1: if they're supposed to make a season two at this point. I, I don't think they are. But if they do, I mean, you know, once again, like, you know, James Gunn is the Quentin Tarantino of superhero films. I mean, the guy just can't miss. He, and uh, his,
0: He wrote it during the lockdown of COVID. Right. I mean, the and court, he called up Steve AG. Steve AG was on this podcast and he called up the podcast he, he called up the podcast. He called up uh uh during during covid and said, "Hey, I wrote this thing and uh, I want you to be in it." I
1: mean, and he I mean, just
0: said you you're James Gunn, sure.
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, think about it. James Gunn played himself in the Harley Quinn cartoon. For God's sakes. I mean, just and the guys all over the place. And once again, the guy can the guy can't miss his ability to put together just i mean you know once again i actually had this conversation with a few of my friends his ability to pull just kind of obscure and C-list characters out of the woodwork and make them really shine is it's beyond belief it's why the guys it's why the guys essentially tarantino and and you're probably right in some sense is that you know what he did here is now knock off the rest of whatever Rust was on the DC universe, and he can start fresh. But will that also include? Will that is that also going to include the Shazamiverse? I hope so. I, I do because I because once again, second movie was not a bad film. It was not. It was a good film. It does not deserve the heat it's getting. It just it's not a great film. If that that's the problem? It's not a great film. Yeah. And
0: there are, I, and there, are mean... elements,
1: there are elements which are there are elements which which needed to be changed. There are elements which need to be changed.
0: You the unicorns were stupid. Yeah. That the, was dumb. that was yeah, super friendly. The cyclops, was, the cyclops was dumb. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the whole thing. I it just it, it it but it just feels like while I'm watching it I felt like I was not the target demo. Like we I feel like a 10-year-old's going to love this movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. Look, I mean, part of it too is maybe you're right. Maybe we're kind of aging out of this stuff a little bit, right? Is but, that... but,
0: but see, but I'm not aging out. I I watched Endgame again, and I effing loved it. Look, I've like, seen Logan again a number of times. And I still uh, cry. Logan is so. Crazy. I still cry at Logan. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. There, you know, you see, I I think that's that's B.S. I think that the the this genre can produce content for all ages. Like there, maybe not Logan. Logan's rated R, but. But there is there is content that can be made that is fantastic. Uh, Civil War is is a fantastic. It's a great movie. It's a great film. You know, a uh, you know,
1: Winter Soldier is a great great movie. Right. Maybe right. maybe the second or third best of the Marvel fil- of the Marvel films. You know, and by, it's not by just far and away.
0: Marvel films like uh, the the Dark Knight is a fantastic.
1: I mean, come on, Dark Knight was... Dark Knights. How many years ago now? At this point, a decade, something close. But I mean, but you're right in saying that. But you know, we were we we're different people from then. But the fact that the matter, I mean, look, that's by far and away the opus of, of of those three films. It's one of Christopher Nolan's absolute best films. It deserve and it deserves all the credit it got. I mean, it's it's just it, it transcends being a superhero movie in that sense, right? It, it transcends it. It's just a great, great film. This is this is this is not that. But it's not a terrible. It's not a terrible superhero movie. Like I don't even consider. Dark Knight, a true superhero film. It almost is an insult to it to call it that, because it's so good.
0: I mean, it's it, it's, it's pretty simple to say that, but you agree with me that uh, the, the third act of this film turns into a it, it turns into a movie that we're just not the target for. It turns into
1: it turns into uh, action figures. That's what it is. It's the, it's the buy action figures.
0: Yeah, it's, it, it's disappointing. It's it, disappointing it, because yeah. Captain Marvel is a cool character and I don't know the appearance of uh, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Uh, she's gorgeous. She's uh, amazing in that she's costume. Wonder she's Wonder Woman. Uh, you know, I get to tell my my. If you're new to the podcast, I I get to tell my my Gal Gadot story. Um, the, the the great story about Gal Gadot is uh, as great an actress as she is. Uh, she does not have the ability to do another accent of anything other than Israeli. And so (laughs) Patty Patty uh, Patty Jenkins uh, decided uh, rather than have her be a fish out of water uh, when she was doing the scenes with the Amazons she had all the Amazons do Israeli accents as well so in the Snyder verse all the Amazons have Israeli accents sounds fine Uh, to me as a young Jewish kid growing up that was my Hebrew school fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: all right so let me ask you this then i'll ask you this way uh and i said i i believe that certain certain people have been born to play certain characters like hugh jackman born to play wolverine uh uh, christopher reeve christopher reeve born to play
0: superman Superman, gal gadot born to play
1: play, born to play wonder woman um uh why, why is his name escaping me now um
0: Chadwick Boseman, born to play. Yeah, uh, born, born to play, born to play,
1: born to play, born to play him. Um, I can't, why am I not remember Tony Stark's uh, name now? Oh, Robert oh, Downey
0: Jr. Absolutely
1: born to play Tony Stark. And in some ways, Zachary Levi was born to play Shazam. I think he really is this character. Heck no, you don't. You don't. You don't say that. Heck I think no. he's more. I think he's more nope. more born to be Shazam than
0: The Rock is to be Black Adam. Nope, neither. Neither they look like actors playing uh superheroes. Nope,
1: no, I think Zachary Levi is, is
0: embodies Chadwick Boseman, and I know Chadwick Boseman's been in other things. When you see Chadwick Boseman, you as you you just yeah, think, you think he's Chichala. Uh, when you see, um, when you see Robert Downey Jr. in all his Tony Starkness, like in Iron Man one and two, uh, he's Tony Stark, um, he's
1: forever Tony Stark.
0: Yeah. Uh, when you see Christopher Reeve, even though he was in other things, he's Superman. Um, when you
1: see Hugh Jackman, he is Wolverine. He's Wolverine.
0: He's Wolverine. Uh, no, no, not these two. No, definitely not Dwayne Johnson. When I saw Dwayne Johnson, I saw the guy. First of all, that's the first ever time I'd ever seen him in a live action film. The only ever time I had seen a Dwayne Johnson film was Moana. Really?
1: Yeah. You never saw the Rundown? Oh, he's good in the Rundown. Never. That's never. a good movie with him and Sean uh, Sean Scott Williams. Never. Who saw That's I? a good never. film.
0: Never. I, I I wasn't. I didn't avoid it by on purpose. I just never saw a movie that appealed to me. I I, I don't know. I, I I can't. I couldn't. I can't. I still can't. I, I still. Margot
1: Robbie is Harley Quinn, born to be Harley
0: Quinn. Yeah, but she's got to she's got to pick better movies. I'm not saying that, but she she was born to play Harley Quinn. Birds of Prey is an awful movie. I don't when I saw what she can do in What's Upon a Time in Hollywood, you say, Ugh. and I, Tanya, when you see what oh Margot Robbie me. can do as an actor, uh, she she has to be better. better. And she looks incredible as Barbie. Have you seen the trailer? I've for seen the trailer
1: for Barbie. Holy
0: moly. I, can't, <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I kind of want to see that movie. Oh, I have to see Barbie. I have to see it. I won't I see it in the theater. I won't see it in the theater. The only times I ever go to a movie theater these days is for the podcast. Ah, uh, okay. I, I, I can understand that. I don't that. go to the movie theater for for like entertainment. I, I I mean it's entertaining, but I go when I need to see a movie for the podcast. I I, I would prefer everything to be streaming. Every. I I I don't know if I agree with
1: that, because like, uh, I'm supposed to see John Wick soon, and that is a movie I think you need to see in the big in, in on the big screen. There are. You're right. For the most part, I think there are a lot of films that can that are fine to be streamed. But there are certain movies where you need to have that scope. Maybe. And yeah, even Shazam is that movie, maybe to an extent.
0: Nah, if if, if Shazam was if Shazam was on HBO Max or whatever that app's going to be called now, uh, I I'd have been just fine. That that that'd be just fine. As I mean, it is, it, I saw it by myself. I I didn't know what to do with myself. I was so confused. I was. I, I, I thought about changing seats just just because I could. I, I was I was I was walking around. I thought I was going to get some steps in. I was going to go up and down the aisles. I don't know.
1: Maybe that's part of maybe that's part of the thing we're talking about. So many other movies than Shazam 2. Maybe that's a real indictment of Shazam 2. That's right. <laughs> and it maybe would have been better if it was Shazam 2, Electric Boogaloo. That Shazam would have been 2. a better name.
0: That's a better title. The better title
1: because there really was no fury of the gods if anything you should be furious at the gods for making you
0: see this movie that's the real that's the real hook you know it's funny when i saw the movie and i i was excited to have you on the podcast i had a much better feeling like all day today getting ready to do this but as i'm sitting here breaking down this film i really didn't like it <laughs> once again this was to me. Uh, to me, this was not a
1: bad movie. I have seen bad movies. Amazing Spider-Man Two. That was a terrible movie. I walked out of there saying, "What was, What the hell was I doing here?" When I walked out of Shazam Two, all I could say was, "You know what? I, I lost a couple of hours, but this was not the worst thing I've ever seen. The only thing I know is that it wasn't memorable. It was. It wasn't extremely memorable. There wasn't that. There wasn't that one line from this film that just came away and saying, "You know what? I got her. I, I I'll, I'll quote that somewhere else in life." somebody. This was not that film. It needed to be a little bit better. Maybe it needed to be a little bit tighter. Um, you know, if you go see it, remember there is a there is a mid-credit scene and then stay because there is an end-credit scene as well. So, if you're waiting, for, Yeah, but the end-credit
0: scene uh, te- teases something that's not happening.
1: Right, yeah, it teases a third movie which won't happen.
0: In the mid-credit scene, it's Amelia Harcourt and John Economos trying to recruit uh, uh Shazam into the Justice Society uh for Amanda Waller. Uh, But then, in the post-credit scene, uh, Doctor Savannah uh, tries to encounter Mister Mind, who's a worm, uh, and uh, he he says they haven't enacted their plan yet. uh, Would Mind saying that more needs to be done first? (laughs) And you're like, what? There there is no more. Universe is over. Yeah, there is no more. There is no more. There's no more Shazamiverse. Oh come on! There's nothing coming up. Come on! Come on! To, uh, How can people find you online? All right. So once again,
1: uh, the, the the podcast is called No Wrong Choices. Uh, our second season actually starts uh, in the second week of April. Uh, so make sure to check us out. We're gonna have a whole bunch of new guests on. Uh, you know, much like you were gracious enough to join us in season one. So also, so as I said, you know, so season one's out there as well. Uh, you want to try and connect with me? Feel free to feel free to try and get me a tea daddy for life on Twitter. That's really all I do social media wise uh, and I, I hate to say it I probably don't uh, I probably don't tweet as much as I should but hey make sure you check out the show. I think you'll have a really good time. We talk to a lot of fun people about their journey in terms of uh, how their careers have gone. It's a lot of twists and turns. Seth will tell you he made a lot of twists and turns during his journey in, in terms of his career. But look we have a lot of we have a lot of fun. That's the biggest thing. The three of us myself, Larry Shea, Larry Samuels. Weird enough to have two Larrys on one show,
0: so uh, you know uh, you'll have a good time. Check the show out. All right, uh, thanks, thanks, man. Thank you so much. Oh, of course, come on. Uh, thanks for the folks, especially the folks that reached out uh, while we were not uh, publishing episodes. But we will be back each and every week. Next week, Star Wars. Uh, we've got a cool Richard Donner tribute in just a couple of weeks. Uh, we've got much, much more on the podcast, including some special announcements. It's all coming up here on the uh, Hall of Justice podcast. Thanks for your support. Uh, We will see you next Thursday with an all-new episode. We'll see you then.